what's up? This is Rocky Asuka Romero, and you're listening to City Wrestling Radio. Boom! Hey, what's going on, everyone? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this is the Raw Review. I'm your host, Corey Smith. In the studio with me is my co-host, Michael Vergara. How are you today, Yay. Michael? All public, all forms of public transportation is trash. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty bad out there. That's why I was late for this one, but yeah. hey, you know, what are you going to do? Hey, we're, we're, we have a show now, so... Hey, you're here, and that's forward. all that matters, right? I'm here, you're here, let's do this. Guys, don't forget, you can find us at our home at soundcloud.com slash Radio. Also, you can look for us on every form of social media, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at CWR415, and also uh, any other fine podcast delivery applications such as the iOS podcast app, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and yeah, just look for us just wherever Stitching else. a podcast together. That's what we do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what we do every week about four or five times. Yeah. You know, it's not like we have jobs or anything or lives or. No, it's just wrestling. Girlfriends. It's just wrestling. Yeah, it's just wrestling. Yeah, Corey. it really is. It's all. It's everything. But it's all right. Wrestling. You know, we had a lull this this Sunday night with. The, that was that, not a lull. That we was... we got we got lashed in the back. Oh, a few times. Yeah, I think you can describe it like that. Yeah, it it it, it, it was very painful to watch, watch backlash. But then I think I think lash would be more of like a more quick form of pain. Um, what's a slower form? Because that's what I would perfect, perfectly describe backlash. Uh, pulling like an out. acid bath. I would, I would. Cons- yeah, there you go. Acid bath. Yeah, they like, should change the name to Acid Bath. WWE presents Acid, acid bath. bath. Yeah, um, but we're that's that's over. That's done with. I mean, a lot of people kind of crapped on the show. Did you hear actually the the fr- literally the first thing they said on the on the raw on this raw episode? They said we have all felt the backlash, and now we must move forward. Yeah. Oh, was that Kurt Angle? No, that was uh, Corey Graves. Oh my God. Yeah, and then the, I guess the everyone wanted to hear about people bitching about it so much that the Wrestling Observer website crashed. Yeah, they thought that they thought no, the website host thought it was getting DDoSed, but it was actually just so many people were legitimately so many people were trying to enter. Yeah, you know, there's there, there's you know, it's like there's no other yeah, there's a, no other, other podcast they can listen to. There's for no free. other avenues for people to for free express their rage. It's they don't have like to pay for City Wrestling Radio. Yeah, they just enjoy it free out of their ear holes. Uh, but guys, Monday Night Raw this week. This is the Raw review, so we talk Monday Night Raw. Long Island, New York. Long Island, I see. How you doing? Just down the bridge, I think. Right, Jersey, something and, like that. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, Long Island, New York, for uh, May seventh, twenty eighteen. Home of Zack Ryder, which we'll get into. But... Oh, we'll get there. <laughs> okay. Um. No, yeah, it was. It, what do you think overall of the show? Overall, the show, it's it was an episode of Raw, like it. In those three hours, I'll say the, these past weeks, the three hours kind of flew by more. But I think it's because I'm just, my body's just conditioned for that now. Yeah, yeah. definitely like, yeah. a lot better than Backlash for sure. I don't necessarily say that. You wouldn't say uh, that know, Raw was better than no, Backlash. No, 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 no. I retract that. That's that's a that's a true statement. I would consider. I mean, this episode of Raw was better than Backlash. Yeah. I agree with you. Where did you watch a uh, Raw at home? Yeah, I watched at home. Oh. I was uh, I came back from work, so. That's cool. You know. Yeah, I watched it this morning. Uh, but guys, if you uh, if you don't have anywhere to watch Monday Night Raw, don't forget to look into uh, Buzzworks. Uh, they do a Monday Night Lo- Monday Night Raw viewing party every Monday night, starting at five o'clock. 
uh, Pacific Standard Time. So, Pacific Standard Time. Uh, Buzzworks in San Francisco, California, presented by the San Francisco Wrestling Watching Club or the Watching Wrestling Club. Do they know we plug their stuff all the time? I don't know if they know we do it all the time. It'd be cool if they gave us a thumbs up. And be like, hey, guys. No kidding. I got it now. Anyways, so. I mean, maybe because, you know. They hit us up all the time. And yeah. we're always plugging them. They're plugging us. So keep, we just keep plugging each other. Just keep plug, plugging plug, away. Plug. Yeah. Um, so Monday Night Raw. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Buzzworks. Uh, Buzz Monday Works. Night Raw viewing party. Check it out every Monday night, 5 o'clock, San Francisco, California. Be there or be square. I love that cliche. What, be there or be square? Yeah. I mean. What's, uh, what's another? You don't want to be square. I can't think of, a, I don't think we have enough time to think up, up another rhyme, but eventually we will. We'll get there. Be there or eat a bear. Yeah, no, keep going. Uh, I don't know. I can't think of a bear, dare, care, lair. Be there or get lured into a lair by a creepy uncle type guy. Speaking of creepy uncle type guys, Braun Strowman enters the no 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 Kurt, Kurt Angle, Angle enters the ring. Starting off Monday Night Raw, Kurt Angle promo um, comes out to the ring, kind of to kick off uh, Money in the Bank season. Yep. And boy, oh boy, do I love that new briefcase. Yeah. What, about, what do you Wait, think? They, it, it, I didn't have a good look at it. Did it look new? Was it? Just oh like yeah, it's super... like brand new. It's all green. Yeah. Uh, with giant yellow letters on it. I'm sure it's gonna look exactly the same by the time someone wins that. No, I well, I mean, I think. Because they changed them both up, both the women's and the men's. No, but then don't. I'm what I'm saying is like every time somebody wins that money in the bank, it always just looks so like messed up. Oh yeah, yeah. I miss the chocolate, the chocolatey bar looking one where it actually looks like a leather briefcase, but in like, like oh that was only it was money in the bank. It was Damien Sandow. Yeah, Damien Sandow's. Yeah, that was his special money in the bank briefcase. I really like the look of that. One of three men who have squandered their money in the bank contracts. Yes. Was it nineteen have won the? Won the che- or won the Money in the Bank contract. Yep. Um, and sixteen have won the title for it. Those three was Damian Sandow, as previously mentioned, John Cena, and Baron, Baron Corbin. Corbin. Yeah. So he comes out. Kinda, I like how we say Baron Corbin last, and not John Cena. Well, I mean, in orders of importance, John Cena might be stealing my girl. So. Oh yeah. Anyways, uh, we go into. Uh, uh, Kurt Angle kind of sets up two matches for the night, two qualifying matches for um, mm-hmm. Money in the Bank. Um, or Money in the Bank match coming up. So for the women's match, we have Ember Moon versus Ruby Wright versus Sasha Banks. Wait, before I, before I you say that, um, so are there going to be three? No, is there going to be four? Four and four. Money in the Bank ladder matches? No, no, no. It's it's two. It's two. Okay, so it's going to be it's two. Four people from each um, brand on each. Okay, so, so it's four just men one and four gen, women. So there's only going to be one on each brand. Yes, and women's. So okay. Yeah. Do you so think they're just going to like swap like, oh, the raw women and the SmackDown men or those raw? I men? mean, it would be weird to have. It would kind yeah. of be unfortunate to have them both on one show. Yeah. Anyway, um, what else happened? Um. So yeah, he makes the match the the women's match the qualifier match. Also, he makes a qualifier for the men. Uh, Sami Zayn versus Finn Balor versus Roman Reigns, Boo. the top guy, the big Boo. dog, Roman Reigns, um, to a sea of booze. Boo. Um, and you know they they were in uh, was it Long Island, but not no as one bad cared. As, not not as uh, no one cared, dude. Not as uh, yeah. Anyways, I was gonna say not as loud as Newark, but yeah, because it wasn't a pay per view, and they didn't have high expectations followed following that uh, Seth Rollins match. Um, out comes uh, Braun Strowman, yep. uh, and this is where I give uh, my fan of the week um, uh, award out. 
goes to the guy who made that wonderful Thanos Braun Strowman poster. In when that. he had two Infinity Stones. N- what? He had so like that that poster like. Thanos is known to have one Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, there were two. Infinity oh, that's right. Gauntlets, so hey, man, he's gonna get these hands. Get these hands, get these man. Stones. Get those stones. Stiff competition too, because uh, there was another fan with a sign that said, um, uh, "It's my yard," but it's that SpongeBob meme where it's just SpongeBob looking all weird. Oh, okay. But it's my yard. Yeah, uh, listeners, you know, if you're not Corey, I don't think Corey is that up to date with the whole spongebob memes but if you're listening you know what i mean oh they know the internet community our buddies online they know um so he comes out kind of demands uh kind of like well why aren't i in that match i want i want i want to be in that match he tells a story a childhood story murdered a bunch of children yep where he waited he didn't just he he didn't just do it immediately maliciously plotted so the story went like you can correct me, or unless you have the story right now. Oh, I don't have it exactly written down, but I yeah. remember it. So pretty much, it, growing up, there was a bunch of kids going inside a treehouse. They made a treehouse. So yeah, a bunch of kids made a treehouse. They didn't. They couldn't let him in because he was too big. Too big. He was too big, and so what Braun Strowman did was that he waited until all the kids that were allowed to get inside the treehouse to get inside, and then. Run! And then Braun Strowman. I, no, I'm. I'm think like I'm trying to remember Run! as I go. I'm trying to remember as I go along. Did he destroy the treehouse or did he destroy the tree? I think he destroyed everything. He destroyed yeah. the tree and the treehouse well, with yep. the kids inside. Braun Strowman potentially murdered. And that was only the second weirdest story told this Monday Night Raw, <laughs> which we'll, we'll we'll get there in a second. But yeah. yeah, this one, yeah, child harm. I mean, if it's child on child violence, I mean, at it's least not the, as, at least know, it wasn't Braun horrible. just walking down the street, you know, like. I was walking down the street and some kids were like, I can't go in the treehouse. So I murdered all those kids. I murdered the tree. It's like, how old were you? 26. This was, this was two weeks ago. <laughs> Whoa, Bron. Uh, no, uh, yeah, it was it was a definitely a, a weird story. But out comes that. No, but then Kurt oh. Angle says, uh, you won the tag team titles all by yourself. You won the greatest Royal Rumble. I do believe that you should have. The qualifying match. Who's that guy? And his, you, you sound like when you do a Kurt Angle impersonation. Is the guy like, "I'll gladly pay you Tuesday for a cheeseburger today." Oh, uh, is that is up that, that, that the Blimpy, cheese, Zimpy. The, it's from Popeye, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it's Zippy. A burger a day brings the headaches away. Well, yeah, That's no, he kind of looks like him. So, yeah, he kind of does actually. It does look like him. I forget the name, but I knew I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but then out comes Kevin Owens. Oh yeah, yeah. And Kevin Owens with his uh, yeah. birthday boy Kevin Owens coming out with his new oh happy birthday new Kevin shirt Owens. um which I'm looks it's like just black and gold yeah it, it looked like it kind of was kind of yeah same new new color that's scheme. one of my favorite color combinations black and gold uh, basically says he deserves a spot in the Money in the Bank um he calls cuts a really good promo I mean he calls I felt Braun Strowman <laughs> he just goes up to Braun Strowman he just yells bad monster bad, bad monster, monster. um. Yeah, so then Kurt Angle kind of makes another qualifying match for the night. Yep. Right here and right now. Braun Strowman versus Kevin Owens. And it's it'll be and it'll be coming up right now. Right now. And everybody's like, ah, which I love. I, w- I always love that kind of thing. It always hypes up the crowd. I always want um show like that. Ryan Seacrest to be like, it's coming up right after the commercial break. Oh yeah. Dude, that, the, you, you know, know you know, because we got we got stuff, we got advertisers to fulfill. Um Ten minute. This segment was like this opening segment was only ten minutes, mm-hmm. so you know, not much for brevity. I mean, there was brevity. There was a lot of stuff going on last night. <laughs> yeah, 
you're telling me, man. I mean, just like, so they had to like make room. I don't know. I mean, it's just, um, would you rather a 25 minute opening promo from Kurt Angle? Arguing with Stephanie kind of, McMahon. I, well, not arguing. Hey, just, Roman. Just Kurt, just Kurt Angle huh. by himself. Huh. I'd be kind of entertained I mean, by that. Wow. Boy. Whew. That was a pay-per-view, right? Wow. Huh. What a backlash pay-per-view. Uh, so Braun Strowman versus Kevin Owens. And uh, I mean, it was it was, a, it was a good match. It was decent. Kevin Owens is kind of. Um, Kevin Owens owes. No. Braun Strowman owns Ke- owes Kevin Owens. A like, big thank th- you. A big thank you. A big for, stake. For the way that he bumps for this man. Because the way Kevin Owens absorbs the, you know, pretty much the, what do you call it? The running, like, the shoulder. Ta- the tackle. The yeah, running tackle. tackles yeah. outside the ring and how Kevin Owens just pretty much flips his shite. Yeah. Every every bump he takes repeatedly, repeatedly, repeatedly. And this is, well, this is probably one of the first matches, too, where we actually saw someone get a good, that wasn't Brock Lesnar, get a good amount of offense. This was the strongest Kevin Owens looked in a while. Yeah. Yeah, and then especially when... Uh, Braun goes to that first shoulder tackle. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Owens jumps over the bar- barrier. Yeah. Um, Strowman grabs him by the throat, tries to choke slam him, but Kevin Owens reverses it into a tornado DDT on the floor. Mm-hmm. And, and Braun's down. And like, oh my God. Yeah, Braun's down. Yeah. That's the first time we've and seen that. I actually really like this match. The crowd was hot because, of course, it was the opener. It was the first match. So, hey, here's your wrestling. Yeah. And, uh, um, what and, else it, and then, it, you know, towards the end, Owens actually tries for that pump. Hand, uh, pump Pop up power bomb and then yeah and Braun Strowman just lands back on his feet and then just stare at each other and then he just not gonna happen and then uh, then the match kind of ended a little abruptly yeah uh, Strowman with the running power slam one two three for the win uh, I Strowman qualifies for Money in the Bank now I thought I was you know it was the right finish of course because you want to keep Roman Ro- Roman Braun Strowman strong but. I think, in my opinion, I think the Money in the Bank is like super designed for a person like Kevin Owens. Don't yeah, you think he hasn't won the Money in the Bank. No, he. But hasn't. then he's exactly the type of snar like sniveling heel that would capitalize in that situation. Yeah, and, yeah like, you know, he'll have Money in the Bank one day. Yeah, it's um, probably it's probably not this re- year. He's still relatively young. What 30, 31, 33? 33, I think. And so it was just birthday yesterday, huh? Yeah, so he's probably thirty-four. No, I think he just turned thirty-three. Okay, I'm, I'm not. No, but, uh, no, Michael. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but who yeah. knows? Maybe, maybe he'll get another shot at the qualifying match. They'll be like the last chance participant match. Yeah, it'll be all the losers in one match, and then Roman will win. Oh my god! No, uh, gender is gonna cost. Uh, anyways, uh, so next up we have speaking of Roman backstage, Mike Rome with Roman. Oh, Roman, Roman in the Roman, morning. Roman in the morning. Um. You know, Roman starts going off about how he's the uncrowned universal champion, but the authority in the back doesn't recognize that, or the front office doesn't recognize that. It's just like, dude, come on, like, man. No, is, um, no one's going to buy the fact that you disagree with management when your entire career is pretty much centered around the management, you know, agreeing with you. You know, I was just hoping. In that, shoot terms, not in yeah, kayfabe. I was hoping that he wouldn't start trying to portray finn as a guy like the front office likes finn and they're pushing finn like no 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 no. don't try to pull that on finn all right i i mean yeah they are they do push finn they really do push Finn. but like, they is that nxt run okay yeah. but but the the point about roman is, is that he people has actually no, like finn because he has some sort of like character to him 
you know, at least before he did with the whole demon spiel and Balor Club. You, no one's no one's ever going to buy Roman Reigns as an anti-authority figure. Yeah, well, because his his gimmick is to be top guy. I guess that's his story to be top guy. Yeah, and, and who approves top guy statuses? Well, management. <sighs> and the fact that you're oh, just, I mean, yeah, no. Storyline wise, you can totally make you know make ju- make justifications towards it, but people just will see right through that. Yeah, and they won't believe it, and they won't believe in it. They won't believe in Roman Reigns. They won't believe in the storyline, and they'll just keep on booing. It's just they're—they are just trying to keep on hammering and beating that dead horse to the ground until like you. They just don't. They don't. They're just so stubborn about this. I mean, and yeah, and yeah, everyone says that. Apparently, everyone in the back likes Roman. Roman could be a top guy. He's a good like. He's a good per like. He's a good wrestler. That's that's the biggest shame of it, honestly. Yeah, just the way they handled his character, like. It's yeah, take him out. So take him out of that scene for that out of out of action for a while. Give him give him a vacation, man. Yeah. In fact, he never should have came back after Mania. Give us six months of Romanless TV. Yeah. And and then when he comes back, like he'll probably turn heel, or maybe just they'll appreciate some level. They'll have some level of appreciation for him. Yeah. I mean, I know I would. Yeah. Yeah. Um, next up, we have the. Uh, Couple of video packages, uh, one by Bailey, one by Brizongo, kind of saying how they. It was a selfie promo. Yeah, right? the iPhone selfie promo. Bailey just says, "I'm a hugger, and I want to hug that Money in the Bank briefcase." And I'm like, "All right, Bailey." Yeah, uh, Brizongo with their, you know, like we've been briefed on a case. Oh, you mean briefcase? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it was just kind of dumb. It's like they did this again later in the night with Ascension about how you know it's like why are these tag teams doing iPhone promos? Like especially especially the ascent I can get okay I get Brizongo because they're comedic they're factually funny but the ascension doing their own later you in don't the night? you don't buy into the fact that ascension owns cell phones exactly yeah thank you that's what I'm trying to say no I just I don't buy in the fact that the Smart ascension phones. come on now. ever even get a qualifying match huh I don't even think the ascension would ever get a qualifying match I mean they either just, members they're just wa- I mean they, these videos are just making them become like walking commercials for the pay-per-view so that, or the event or yeah. whatever you call it i guess uh next up we have another another man who wants to be um in the in the money in the bank ladder match gold dust <sighs> which i think they need, should give him he yeah go ahead you know what i think they need to give him something before he goes not a title give him a shot at the title like a title shot, like this could be. He his wins last it, chance, but and it'll be like a thirty, like a, not a thirty, but like like a twenty minute, like close one where like, oh, you oh no, it. he'll get killed by Brock. It'll be a universal title match. Ah, come on, I think Goldust deserves better than that. And then, well, I mean, and then Goldust will kind of Goldust yeah. versus AJ Styles. Okay, that'll be better. Yeah. Do you notice the face paint in Goldust where he kind of has the Finn Balor teeth on his uh, chin? Yeah. Like on his like, is he what's what's what? What are you trying to tell me? Are you? You're trying to be the demon gold I think, dust. I, I think he's just getting a little older, and when you get older, you get a little. No, no I'm not talking about that. It's just the. I'm just saying, he's just trying to distract Bal- distract everyone. Just from his uh, double chin. Yeah, I mean, he's always had a double chin, even when he was like in his twenties. That's true. I mean, I got one myself. I mean, he's you're the son of Dusty Rhodes. You're gonna you're always gonna be perpetually oh, fat. I got, in I, got some a, I got a new Dusty Rhodes shirt coming in the mail. Ooh, that neon one. It's like neon uh, American Dream. It's got a picture of him on it, baby. Yep. Anyways. It wouldn't be a wrestling podcast if we didn't have at least one 
impersonation of Dusty Rhodes. Every wrestling podcast got to have an impersonation of Dusty Rhodes. It's fun to do. Has he ever had a podcast of his own? No, baby. He was too busy working in the biz. Okay. I would have loved a wrestling podcast by Dusty Rhodes. Just every you week. You think? Because like every wrestler on the planet has their own goddamn podcast. Hey, guys. Welcome to the Dusty Report. The Dusty Finish with Dusty Rhodes. Oh, my God. Ooh. Um. Yeah. Uh, so as Goldust is asking to be in the Money in the Bank qualifying match, in comes Jinder Mahal. Mayhow. Who kind of... Uh, Kind of voices the opinion of the WWE fans. At this Wait, well, before that, was this, this was the backstage segment, right? This is the first backstage yeah, segment. So There's two of them. Wasn't Zack Ryder with Kurt Angle? No, okay. this is Goldust. Oh, this is true. I'm sorry. There's two of them. It's okay. Um, when he comes back and says, you know, you know, Roman Reigns has been giving opportunity after opportunity. He does not deserve this. Effort after opportunity. No. Okay. I can't do it. It's okay. I can't uh, do the Jinder Mahal impersonation. He, he, he does opportunity after opportunity. And he doesn't deserve to be in that match, which is rightfully true. I mean, he lost in WrestleMania, and he lost at Greatest Royal Rumble, technically. Um, and he barely won at Backlash. So it's like, why does he... Th- why does I don't know. I just don't get why all of a sudden he is... Like, he's still considered to be in the hunt for the Universal title. His win-loss record just isn't that great, as Kurt Angle would say. You know why? <sighs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. No. I. They're gonna. Okay, but I know. But kayfabe gonna, wise, I mean, no kayfabe wise, like he Roman technically won that greatest Royal Rumble match. That's there. That's a justification enough. No. But then the referee. But the referee made the wrong call because he was quote unquote concerned about the safety of Brock Lesnar. But really, like you ever see, like like it was ref, refs make bad calls all the time. Yeah. Like remember the you don't watch basketball, do you? Uh sometimes. Yeah. Oh yeah, I do watch basketball. Yeah, like the Cavs, Indiana Cleveland Cavaliers and the Indiana Pacers. Yeah. Where um it was pretty much a goaltend from where LeBron James pretty much blocked a shot from Victor Oladipo and then the refs didn't call uh call out a what do you call it? goaltend mm-hmm. and like that that score would have gotten the Pacers ahead of the game and they could have won that game. Yeah. But then they didn't call it a, a goaltend until after the fact. It's it's just like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what are you gonna do, right? Yeah. I mean, but I just don't get why, yeah, yeah, Roman Roman, get out of here. Go on vacation, Roman. Just go home, man. Go home, Roman, you're drunk. Go home, Roman. Um, next up we have uh No Way Jose coming out to uh, a fabulous conga line. Uh, with his new, well, not new because he wore it last night, but his uh, his Titus or his uh, Apache Chief uh, getup, his yeah. neon Apache Chief getup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hopefully he just keeps that one. He doesn't keep buying a new outfit every week. Mm-hmm. Um, just like I said, that new that main roster money, man. Main roster. Money. Lev, Lev Morgan spending her money on um, Jolly Ranchers. Uh, he's spending his money on neon. You no, know, he needed he needed a new. Actually, I kind of like the white outfit. It was very like Miami, just kind of hang out, like I'm in the breeze. Dominicano. Yeah, yeah, but he, but he was from he was from NXT, so I think Miami. Yeah. Uh, he had a match. It was No Way Jose and Titus Worldwide versus the Revival and Baron Corbin. God, that's uh, then. This is an exciting matchup, Corey. Yeah, look, look how excited I am. Yeah, I, I didn't even take that many. I, oh, I actually stopped writing. Oh, that's why, because I stopped last night and I restarted watching this morning. Mm-hmm. That's what you're happened. breaking the illusion. I thought you. I honestly thought you'd watch all three hours in one go. Come and on, now. with commercials and everything. Yeah, yeah. I tried to buying watch. your Lisa mattress. I got I don't like the PlayStation View, man. Yeah. I was trying to watch it on there, and it's just. 
Like it's it's like cable to where like you fast forward and it just like glitches up. And you like over, over fast forward. And you got to rewind. Yeah. Okay. So it's like, what's the point of fast forwarding if I have to rewind anyway? You're telling me you fast forward raw? No, I fast forward commercials. Oh. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's why there needs to be like a commercial less version of raw. How much is PlayStation View? Like $39. Mm, a month? Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah, well. Um, crap. Who won this match? I, who cares? Honestly. <laughs> Do you, you don't remember? I don't remember. I probably wasn't watching. I was playing. Uh, thing is, I like I was playing Grand Theft Auto Four on Xbox One because okay. they uh, four they, or five four because like I heard they did some crazy like weird radio station stuff on it because they they ran out of the license for certain songs so I wanted to check it out and then all of a sudden I was like oh no I'm playing G- Grand Theft Auto Four and I had played like like five straight missions okay. like that game's pretty good still it's ten years old it's pretty good yeah I I play a lot of Grand Theft Auto Five yeah. Damn, those flying cars in that online mode it's starting to piss me off, man. Like, what happened on? Do you play Grand Theft Auto Five at all? Uh, yeah, I do, but then okay. it's not too like I, I'm not too keen on the online part. Like, I was I remember this one update where like they had these races. Oh like, yeah, it was it was like it was like Hot Wheels. Yeah, and that was cool. But now it's like people have like flying like stealth tanks. Yeah, and like jetpacks, and is this is stuff like you have to like uh, earn. Yeah, like experience? oh yeah, you can't. Oh, we have to buy it or earn it or somehow. Oh man! So it's like people have cars. Literally, the cars like lift up like like they're like, like helicopters. Oh. Yeah, they lift up like helicopters and then fly off like hover cars. This sh- that game got real crazy real fast. Yeah, that's why. I'm but it's also like their biggest thing. Rock one of like it's they make so like half a million a year off of this. Oh, I mean, how much money? Like I spent thirty bucks, just was like, well, maybe I should get some a million dollars real quick. Yeah. And I got a million dollars, and I was like, what am I gonna do? A million dollars for thirty dollars—that's a steal. I Corey. know, right? Only if I could live in my condo in Grand Theft Auto Online. Yeah. Ooh, my leg is twitching. Don't you point at my notes? I know to keep going. No, it's because like because I wanted you to completely like yeah. Anyways, yeah, yeah. anyways, uh, let's go straight to the next segment. Next up, we have the uh, the women's qualifier match. It was Sasha Banks versus Ruby Riot versus Ember Moon. Yep. Um, you know, and wait, what did I write? Oh no, I was just uh, towards the end of the match. Uh, yeah. I was like saying, finally, you know, this was a good match. Yeah, someone knows how to. Like they know the rules of a of a triple threat match because Ruby Riot brought out the Riot Squad. Yeah, no disqualification, so might as well just pounce on, pounce on any potentially, potential any potential ways for someone to lose a match or something. Beat him up. Yeah. Um. So then, uh, yes, yeah, the Riot Squad is attacking uh, Sasha Banks, and out comes her best friend Bailey, who just gets thrown aside like a jo- like the joke that she is. I mean, yeah, like in seconds. Come yeah, on now, really. I. They're, I think they're setting, you know, they're going to set this up for a feud against them, and then it's going to turn into them feuding, and then down the line, four horses. I'm not looking forward go. to that Bailey Sasha Banks feud. Why? It's running. It ran too long. No, if they if they pull that once locker they pull the room trigger. brawl, like they that destroyed the visual of them, you know, yeah, of them beating each other up. That should have been held off for a very long time. Mm, yeah. I mean, that should have been like that should have been the blow off. That should have been. They should have had a match on a pay on Wrestle at WrestleMania because of this, but they, I guess they didn't have enough hours in the day. Weird, huh? Yeah. Uh, so next up, I mean, well, the end of the match. I'm sorry, the end of the match had um, Sasha Banks had 
Ruby Wright and kind of a kind of a sleeper hold type deal. And then out of nowhere, Ember Moon does the eclipse onto both of them. Well, Saucer Banks was trying to do the bang statement, but Ruby Wright was holding on. She didn't want to get grounded by Saucer Banks. Yeah. Then out of out of nowhere, Ember Moon with the what's the name? The eclipse. The eclipse. And this was. In the middle of the match, actually, like everyone was yesing, everyone was saying you deserve it. Like the mat, the crowd was hot, but apparently the reason why is because someone proposed out in the audience. Oh yeah, that's there, a there really was a, there was a lot of weird stuff going on with that crowd last <clears throat> night. There yeah. was a lot of weird chants going on, and uh, not weird chants, but it was just like yeah, someone you th- someone th- getting kicked out at the beginning. You think that this crowd was like all really into the triple threat, but. Nope, it was just some. Well, you could see all their heads turning. It's yeah. distracting because you're like, "What the hell is going on?" And some just some dude just proposing to this girl. Like, which, if I were <clears throat> if I were any of those ladies, I would personally feel disrespected. Of Unless they were huge wrestling fans. I don't know, man. <clears throat> I don't think so because you you don't think you're making you're making the show about yourself when we're trying to make ourselves, you know entertain you and you're trying to find your own entertainment wait 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 who wait if you were the girl you would be pit wait why no if i was the lady performer so if i was a writer sasha banks or ember moon oh yeah i'd feel a little bit disrespected if someone proposed in the middle of my match you wouldn't think that if i was a female wrestler yeah in that match in that in that moment i mean yeah kind of yeah I mean, I, I wouldn't want to be so. I wouldn't be so vain to say like I want all eyes on me right now, and I know that's their job. But like, to demand that, it's kind of. I don't know. I think it's kind of. I think it's pretty. I think it was pretty. Just. I don't think it was a good move. You think it was disrespectful? Yeah. Just I, totally I th- so. I think it was just two people having a great time. Listeners, starting a great new create family. that create that poll, Corey, in the when you post this online, was it was it disrespectful or was it? Whatever you think it was, was disrespectful or was it not? Yeah, yeah. Um, then Good next, match. next up we have um, uh, Ember Moon backstage and said she's gonna rise to the moon. No, she was over the moon. She's over this. the moon. So <laughs> I remember when um, I think it, I think it was Coach. Who do you think wrote that line? Vince. Um, yeah, it was Coachman. He said, "Do you think?" Do you think Amber Moon is too young to be a Money in the Bank winner? Fun fact, Corey. Oh yeah, she's the oldest one out of this entire match. Really? Yep. That's Amber Moon great. is twenty nine years old. Oh, good for her. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Coach. Last night was they were terrible. They were they way were too, way ripping him apart last night. Yeah, they were just they called him out on everything. They just there was, left him out to dry. There was a okay. There was one point I don't even remember what it was, but he was going to say something. Michael Cole said like, "Well, you need to focus on the match right now. Like you you can't pay." He's like, "Well, yeah. I was just trying to say," and then he kind of got quiet, and then and then the something the move happened, and then you heard Coachman go, "Well, I guess I can't say it now." They're, yeah, because they're, they're it's doing over. this match. Dude. It's done. Like, like no, he keeps on interrupting me. Like, well, dude, they're not they're not here to service you. I You're here to feel s- bad about for Coachman, man. No, I don't care. No, like I have zero sympathy for Jonathan Coachman. Like he just seems like the guy who was put in a position. Like he he wasn't really. He should have been. He shouldn't have been there in the first place. But like, I mean, if they called you up tomorrow and said, "Would you be on WWE Raw commentary?" Would Hell you say no. no. You would say no. Hell no. That sounds like the worst. I mean, I don't. I wouldn't. I don't even want to work for WWE at all. Yeah, they couldn't have another Michael or Corey up there. Yeah. I mean, you could replace Michael Cole. I don't want to replace Corey Graves. We Corey, Corey, Michael. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah, Corey, Corey, Michael. The best wrestling broadcasters named Michael and Corey out there. Yeah. Well. Oh. Ooh. We challenge you, Michael Cole and Corey Graves. 
Michael versus Michael versus Corey versus Corey. And it's be like intergender rules. Oh, well, we're both the same gender, but then Michael has to fight Michael, and but Corey and Corey has to fight Corey. So you're forced to tag in. Damn it! I actually have to fight the actual trained wrestler. Yeah, he's gonna kill oh, you dude, with his why hair. Why is my leg twitching? It's weird. All right. Next up, we have um, Bobby Lashley behind the music. Oh my god! <laughs> this was the weirdest shit ever. It it was uh, they were okay so no it started off good like the video package like chronicling like every Bobby Lashley's of his successes career, of all his successes and him headlining WrestleMania what did you think he'd do in Wrestle he, he did in WrestleMania and then he shaved Vince McMahon's head uh, yeah but he, then, oh he he battled who chose who chose he was battling Oma, Umaga that, that, was, that was that was my boy my my boy Bobby Lashley like I love how vague they were about him headlining WrestleMania. He didn't headline WrestleMania, did they he? Could, but then the video package said they, he was. Oh, no, he didn't headline it. Anyways. Well, dude, okay. no. That match, the, the Donald Trump-Vince McMahon hair versus hair match was was the reason why that WrestleMania is one of the highest grossing. One of them. It's like the third highest grossing. I'm just going to pay you a bunch of money. Because, Take it. Because the people wanted to see Vince McMahon get his head shaved because you know Donald Trump's not going to get his head shaved. God, we were actually cheering for Trump at one point. Dude, we? it, it was it was 15 years ago. I mean, not yeah. Was it 15 years ago? I don't know. I was 16. No, it was 10. It was nine years ago. Um, so, yeah, this is just really weird, this segment. He kind of goes on after chronologically listing his successes yep. in the business. Very good video package. I will say that. Yeah. And then the interview happened. And he started talking about how his sisters maliciously tormented him as he grew up. Uh-huh. And, and then... tied him up in the woods. Uh-huh. Um, one of his sisters had a, like, um... A, no. a security towel? No, people, like, the Bobby Lash is like, you know, when some people say, the, pe- the people say they have a security blanket. My sister had a security towel. And, and, like, okay, okay, a security And then towel. there were these bullies, right? And so they wanted, they messed with her towel. No, the towel got all dirty. Sometimes the security towel got all dirty, and you had to clean it up, but she refuses to clean the towel, and it just got all stunk. Ew. And then, like, one of the bullies messing with her. And then the bullies were messing with her, and so I'm trying to take her towel. But then I took the towel and then shoved the towel right in, right straight inside the bully's throat. So <laughs> you took the towel away from your sister and shoved it down a boy's throat, so now it's even dirtier. Uh-huh. The dirty towel yeah. is straight into the, into the throat of the bully. And then his other sister, who... I guess their father was in the military. She used to carry around her father's helmet, her, his army helmet, everywhere. Uh-huh. And, and, uh huh. And and he he hid the helmet from her one time. Oh, and, and you see the scar right here on his eye. That's a, he, he won't mess with his sister again. He doesn't mess with my. She sister beat the anymore. shit out of him. And then and then as soon as I Renee, wonder why she got all buff, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like seriously, uh, if the, these stories are true, it makes total I, sense. One thousand percent. I think this is the reason why they made this interview. It was like Bobby, you have to tell these stories. Bobby, you have to tell these stories on live television right here. Why do you want me to tell these stories? Why do you want me to tell these stories, you guys? It's kind of like the Michael Jackson voice going on, dude. B- because yeah. Big but guy, um, big guy, little voice. But then Renee Young, as she like uncomfortably tries to end the interview, like and then. Renee Young just said, "Can I say something real quick?" Yeah, Bobby Lash. said, "Okay, can I say something real quick?" Uh, hi, Kathy. Hi, blah blah blah. Hi, huh? Like hey. he's never been on TV before. <laughs> what are you trying to tell me about this Bobby Lashley guy? <laughs> he just came off as like a complete psychopath. Okay, bye. I will always miss you. And you know what? And you know what? I completely buy him as the guy to finally dethrone the Brock Lesnar. If that's what they were trying to accomplish. What, Mister Family Man? 
well, the not, exact opposite of Brock Lesnar. Yeah, just like, the, but then a weird dude. Bobby Lashley is a weird dude. Bobby and his sisters. That's what, that's what this thing, this I hope is he's what like, this segment told me. I hope me. his sisters start accompanying him to ring and start like a tormenting him. Oh my and God. And it kind of like, here comes the security towel. Yeah. And, oh, he's shoving down Brock Lesnar's throat. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, just, I mean. Or, I or Paul Heyman's throat. It was just weird, man. Very weird, and I kind of liked it. <laughs> I mean, I was cracking up. I was. It saying, was very what well produced. That was the best part of that. That interview, it like the light. Oh, he was, was all good. dressed up. The too, camera with his, was with the hat, hat on. It had very high qual- high production value in it. Yeah, and for him to tell this really strange story about a goddamn dirty towel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Next up, we have uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens backstage, uh, mm-hmm. kind of going through the events of Backlash, and then. Um, what happened earlier in the night with Braun Strowman and Kevin <laughs> Kevin Owens match? Sami Zayn's uh, raw portrait whenever they advertise for the Triple Threat is might be my the funniest thing in all of wrestling right now. Where Why is he that? Just makes that face like, oh god. Yeah, yeah where the, he's like, here he just has that really shit-eating grin as his chin is always up, like you know. Yeah. You you know what it looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I know we all mean. know what it looks yeah. like, listeners. Um, Sami Zayn's kind of at, just basically trying to get some help from Kevin Owens later in that for his qualifying match you know because if they're both not in the match you know that would be devastating Ooh, more dissent but then there's more dissension involving Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens will they ever be on the right page Corey we'll see we'll see tune in later tonight to the main event after this commercial break no I'm kidding I mean we do need to have commercial breaks though right we've been cursing this entire time dude so we're not even gonna put this no no yeah Um, we only said shit like once. No, do we even say the f bomb? I think so. Anyway, screw it. Let's just keep going. Fuck uh, it. Yeah. Next up, we have uh, Jinder Mahal versus Chad Gobble, Gable Gobble, <laughs> the, go- um, the 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 ga- the Gable D Gooker. Yeah, the Gable D Gooker. Oh God, um, I don't want to. I don't want to put any ideas. There, there. we go. Uh, so the Gable D Gooker hits a great moonsault in the match, um, but you know. The match was kind of sucked dry at that point. Um, oh, really? A Jinder Mahal match got sucked dry at any point ever. And kind of That's had surprising. A job out too. Chad Gable kind of did the job for Jinder Mahal. They got Jinder Mahal got his win back, taking the Coloss. Yeah, yeah uh, there was a, a couple post, weeks ago. There was a post match beatdown to a point where I thought, hmm, Jason Jordan would maybe, get involved. Maybe Jason Jordan. Well, I, I heard come he back. was in the town that last night. Yeah, and uh, apparently, nah, it didn't know. happen. Maybe he'll go to two hundred five live or no, something. Jay. Dude, Jad Gable and 205 Live would be amazing. Yeah. The B show would be uh, over the ro- over the moon as ever moon. No, I'm saying Jinder Mahal. Oh, no. Jad Gable, come on. I want that cruiserweight title, Cedric. I want that cruiserweight title right now, right here. <laughs> right here. I am the modern day Maharaja. Oh, wait, he doesn't do the R. No, he Sunil doesn't. does the R. Um, next up, another a couple more video, more video promos from Alexa Bliss and the Ascension. Like I said, we were talking about this earlier. Um, more of the "I will win money in the bank." Money in the bank, me. Woo, yeah, me. Mm. Uh, cut to backstage. Uh, Zach Ryder is saying, "You know, let the hometown boy be the hometown hero and put me in that money in the bank match." Giant pop, obviously. That's where Jinder Mahal comes in and and says, "Like, what? I just beat Chad Gable. Add me to the match tonight." Add me to the triple. Why would you want to be added to a triple threat match with Roman Reigns? And you just had a match, bro. Like, chill out. Like, maybe ask him next week. Hey, next week, can I get a match? No, you know what? He probably just didn't ask him nicely. Um, and uh, Kurt Angle just looked at him and said, "Woo, 
Woo, woo, no. <laughs> just because Zack Ryder was in the room, he just wanted to say that. <laughs> and then he looks at Zack Ryder and they're just like, yeah. yeah thank you. Uh, that's all I'm going to do tonight. And so, I mean, Zack Ryder doesn't really get an answer on whether he's going to be in a qualifying match. In Long Island. Yeah, like, just like um, Goldust earlier in the night. Yeah, he was pretty both, much just, Both times, no answers. Just like the, it's like, you ever have one of those classmates that all he do, all he or she does is just hang out with the teacher? Yeah. It's kind of sad. Yeah, I had that one, uh, this, there was, it was really funny in high school. Um, this one girl hung out with the one teacher. Um, she was a freshman, um, and she would always be hanging out with the teacher, but then uh, the teacher got arrested for having, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm, oh. I'm completely making up that story. Man, why would you even make up that story? Because I wanted to make you feel uncomfortable. Uh, mission accomplished, sir. There we go. My job for the day is done. Goodbye, everyone. From sitting, I'm kidding. All right, I'm out. Um, so next up, we have uh, Mick Ziggle Wiggles themselves versus Ziggle, I Got Ziggle, Kids. And uh, there's a lot of tag, a lot of tag team moves from McZiggle Wiggles, and yeah, I'm talking, of course, about um, Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler. These guys work well together. And I got kids, meaning Heath Slater and Rhino. Three uh, uh, MB, two thirds of three MB in this match. Oh, and uh, well, it start. Yeah, it kind of started out with McIntyre and Heath Slater, and, yeah, and we got a three MB chant. Yeah, and Slater kind of yelled, "Welcome back, baby." He didn't do the guitar thing. Yeah, I was kind of, I was hoping for it. Yeah. I was hoping for like, like them kind of... a wink and a nod. Come on. I, I was hoping for maybe McIntyre kind of set up for it, but then just kind of knock him out. Oh, that would have been great. Yeah. Like he was just going to just tease it, and then he just punches him. Mm-hmm. And then boo! Um, the end of the match had their Zigmore or Clayzag or whatever you want to call it. The combination Claymore and Zigzag. Clayzig. 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 Cligs. Cligs. They hit the Cligs. They hit the Cligs uh, for the one, two, three. So we'll see what they do. Um in the future, maybe will probably go after those tag titles. I mean, what else can Dolph Ziggler really do? Well, can, what else can two dudes that are together do in a wrestling ring? Next up, Bobby Roode versus Elias. What? No, I mean, <laughs> I just, I wasn't into this match at all, man. Because a it's a Bobby Roode versus Elias, they apparently, they, what they want to do is just make that match, like make every Bobby Roode and Elias match like last almost 30 goddamn minutes long. Yeah, they drag these dudes out like I. We don't. The world doesn't need the um these matches for that long. Right, right. No, I for sure I agree. They they need to end up. It's just yeah. But I think um, considering like how definitive the victory was for Bobby Roode in this match, I'm hoping it's the blow off. But you know, it's not. No, it's not. It's not. It's Elias, man. So glorious DDT to one, Elias. Two, one, two, three. Yeah. Yeah, very long. Next up, we have uh, Seth Rollins promo, and uh, kind of you know he wants to be a fighting champion, kind of how he stated next week in issues. Open challenge. Hey guys, I want to issue an open challenge. Um, issues the I open challenge Island. for um for the Intercontinental Title, and um, out comes Mojo Rawley, his raw debut. Which at when I when he first came out, I was like, oh, but the match was really good. You're telling me a Seth Rollins match is really good? A Mojo Raleigh match is really good. It was probably hey, I'll I'll say that is probably his best singles match he's ever had in his career so far. Yeah, and well, because it kept going, it didn't yeah. slow down at all. You know, mm-hmm. Seth kept bringing it to him. Um, Mojo, yeah, he, he's good back and forth. He's a good wrestler. He's Mojo not the, or Seth? Yeah, Mojo. Uh, Mojo's a good wrestler. He's a decent go, wrestler. I don't go that far, but he, he was pretty good. He's a lot match. better than a lot of the other people. He was carried. All right. Yeah. He was pretty carried. But just because he was carried doesn't mean he's a good wrestler. I mean, there was a point that Brian Alvarez made in his Backlash post-show where 
he thinks he thinks Seth Rollins is the best wrestler on the planet because he can wrestle with anyone. He doesn't want to say the same thing about the Miz because if you put Miz with somebody else, that match would be Oh yeah, Miz and Mojo would Miz be. and Mojo would be a bad match. Seth and Mojo would be a good match. Seth and Miz would be a good match. So really Yeah, no I by, know you know by orders of science process of elimination not not, pro- not necessarily process of elimination just you know you put the you put the seth factor you, do you have any jacks go fish i get it yeah tomato tomato uh-huh. comb see comb saw seth rollins is good at wrestling yeah seth rollins is good at wrestling i get it um and they and the commentators really put him over they really put him over like if there's one thing to describe seth rollins it's hot they're like, oh, mm-hmm. Michael Cole. Calm yeah. down, Michael Cole. Calm down. You know, hot and bothered here. He's but like, but he's not wrong because Seth Rollins is on a roll lately. And, I can't uh, sing his praises enough. Seth. Keep doing what you're doing. Seth is on a Rollins. Um, <laughs> hits the curb stomp for the one, two, three. I mean, we Mojo wasn't going to win that title. I, but, but it was funny how we got a Zack Ryder chant when Mojo was coming out. and uh-huh, Because and, they used to be partners. Yeah, we get it. And it's it's Zack Ryder's home, that's why. So it's mm. a little bit more indicative there. Would you rather see a Zack Ryder match than a Mojo Raleigh match? No. 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 What if Keith Lee came out right there? And bask in his glory? Yeah, it would be great. I'm just saying, man. Um, next up we have uh Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel versus the Deleter of Actually, Worlds. Before you say that, they're in UK next week. Are they? Yeah. And so a Seth Rollins open challenge. What British wrestler would you want Seth Rollins to fight? It's gonna be Pete Dunn. Yeah. Tony Pete Dunn. Because uh, didn't he? Accept, I'm so excited. Didn't he accept some sort of challenge last time? Yeah. And apparently, and also Tyler. Uh, and didn't you hear the news? Tyler Bate got injured. Yeah. Yep. Again. Again. Like well, guy. actually injured this time. Yeah. Not kayfabe injury. Bastard. Oh my God. No. Oh, a tie, but a Tyler Bate versus Seth Rollins match would be also great. Chris Cage versus Seth Rollins. Yes. HCW. They both look like each other at this point. Yeah, I can see. I can see Chris. You know Cage. who should win that match between Chris Cage and Seth Rollins? Chris Cage, the guy with the long hair and beard. Ooh, the longest hair and beard. Uh, there would just be a measurement of hair and beard. And that's. They're not even going to wrestle. They're just going to put break out a measuring stick. I think Rollins would lose in the beard department, but he might have him in the hair department. Mm, we'll see. Anyways, um, so like I said, next up we have the Deleter of Worlds, uh, Samael and Zenith. Versus uh, Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel. Wait, so you're dumb. just like Michael Cole. You are yeah. just like Michael Cole. Every like, uh, I'm getting flacked by an old bald man and a three-year-old. <laughs> Shaking your head over there to Sam Iel and Zenith. Yeah. Um, and like I said, uh, the the Bo Dow- the I want to call him the Miz. The Rush. Bedazzler. The, yeah, the Bedazzlers uh, come out to um, so apparently, Curtis Axel's music. So apparently they're... Um, their catchphrase it's not necessarily a catchphrase it's just bo dallas and curtis actual just saying huh 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 would that be a like shirt just pi- like like they're, like they're pitching something yeah that's what they are they just all they do is pitch ideas to wrestlers and after they do the pitch they just say huh huh yeah um and then uh, i'm kind of into it and they have matching suits which is adorable i mean it's the same stuff they wore in the mistourage uh but Bray and Bo kind of start the match, but Bo quickly tags out, which mm-hmm. I thought there was going to be something going on in this match. Um, but like dissension? Well, I mean, I would love to see Bo and Bray together. Oh. the bro- And they, and then even, uh, so, who was it that mentioned brotherly love that night? Um, was it, well, Michael Cole said... Um, We're in the city of brotherly love. Uh, no, he said something like, um, 
what did he say? He said, oh, uh, oh, maybe Bray and uh, Bray and Bo did kind of go back and forth for a second, and uh. um, and Michael Cole said, there's no brotherly love there, yeah. but then quickly. Oh wait, never mind. Who? Yeah, I forget I said anything. They're not brothers. Um, Bray and Matt hit the double sister Abigail to Curtis Axel, which was they. How is that possible? They both just grabbed each side of him and then okay. kind of pulled him back. Okay, it was weird. Um, for the one, two, three, they win. Uh, next up, we have the main event for the evening, the which was a fun match. I liked it. The triple threat. Yeah, the triple threat: one. Sami Zayn versus Finn Balor versus Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. And um, I was. Um, I was misguided by the end of this match because I thought I saw a picture of uh, latest picture I saw on someone's Instagram was Roman's hand being held high. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I know the end of this match already. <laughs> so I knew I was like in my head, I was like playing it out the entire match that Roman was going to win and how he was going to win. But. 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 Finn Balor takes the takes the victory. Uh-huh. Uh, the story of the match is that, you know, at first Roman Reigns comes out. He's apparently pissed off because he's the undeclared universal uncrowned. champion. Uncrowned champion. Um, so he's really taking it to Sami Zayn and uh, Finn Balor. They go out. They go to the outside of the ring. Yeah, they basically decide that you know two against one it, uh, works better, and they start working together. Sami Zayn and Finn Balor, and they, they start working together towards uh, Roman Reigns. Fight him on the outside. Eventually, take him over. Kind of in the fans, Sami Zayn gives him a huluva kick, then, uh, followed by a coup de gras off the barrier to. Yep. Um, and then Finn Balor just gets all hyped up and shows off all his abs to the audience, which you know. You can put, what is it? What's that instrument where like the a xylophone? Xylophone. Yeah. yeah, he's a human xylophone. Oh, he is a human. He doesn't even carve. He a car ban. Yeah. When's Dean Ambrose coming back? I'm gonna say SummerSlam. Oh, I kind of miss him. SummerSlam Bros. Ooh, I like it. Um. And then Roman kind of, uh, what, Sammy and Finn continue to fight back to the ring. Roman comes back. Um, they Everyone keeps kind of going back and forth, back and forth. And eventually, Roman's about to get the, was it the spear or the um, Superman punch? It looked on. like a spear. Yeah. Because it, 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 it was seriously looking like he was setting up for the finish. But um, the, and Jinder Mahal. And man, if you want to get Jinder over, man, this is how you get Jinder over. Just turn him face right now and say, sorry for everything I said. I hate Roman Reigns, by the way. The dream match in the making, Jinder Mahal versus Roman Reigns. Jinder Mahal uh, grabs Roman Reigns' foot, pulls him out, or no, pulls him pulls No one's going to get over, by the way. Sami Zayn hits a huluva kick. Yeah. Um, Roman rolls out. Drop kick by Balor. Coup de gras. One, two, three. Balor qualifies for the money in the bank ladder match. And Balor standing tall. Your type of endings. This is the second uh, time Finn Balor has stood tall in a match against Roman Reigns. Uh huh. So the first time was a one-on-one match to face um, Seth Rollins at the SummerSlam for the Universal Title. For the SummerSlam. Yeah, for the entire SummerSlam. And Jinder Mahal seems to be having a program with Roman Reigns, and I say this with my eyes closed and getting ready to sleep right now. Yeah, I was really tired this morning. Yeah, smoking too much, and weed. just just the mere thought of it is just um, it's just giving me a certain haze. In who, my who do you think are going to be the other two um, participants? Okay, so who do we have? We have Braun Strowman, we have Finn Balor. In the men, I mean, I'm just just from the Raw side of things. We'll, yeah, yeah, we'll think about I'm, SmackDown later. Um, I want to see Kevin Owens get a second chance. Yeah, but yeah, but if Sammy's not in it, what if it's both Sammy and Kevin? 
No. I can I can see it, but it's not gonna happen. They lost their matches, yeah. So it's not gonna be either of them. So who else? They'll be in a ma- in like a over the top rope match. Elias? Bobby Roode, Ascension. Bobby Roode, he won his match. Elias, no, Elias will win the next match when they have it. It'll be the qualifier match. Wait, against who? They'll have a Bobby Bob, they'll have another Bobby Roode Elias match <laughs> next week. You're laughing, but they will. I'm not laughing. I'm being perplexed. Like these guys are gonna wrestle again. Yes. Fudge. I mean, like you're you're sitting there like thinking it's unrealistic or something. No, no it's completely realistic. It's just it you just don't want it. I just don't want it. Yeah. Okay, I'll say okay, yeah, Elias. I'll say Elias. I'll walk with Elias. And third one, I, man, not Seth Rollins. He already had a match and he doesn't care. Mm-hmm. Like he in that promo was like, "You guys are doing the money in the bank, but I here have the real prize." <laughs> um, I can't think of anybody right now. Because they it's kind of be Mojo Raleigh. Oh no, it won't be. And um, Gold Dust. It won't be Jinder Mahal because he already he already screwed his opportunity. Um, and it's gonna be Jinder Roman um, headlining Baron Corbin. Anyways, yeah, yeah, he'll probably be in it actually. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say Chad Gable. Mm-hmm. And Eric Bischoff. And uh, Nachos. No. Um, no, Nachos will always win, though. That's the thing. Nachos goes over. Nachos, nachos always go over. Um, over my shirt. God, you ever had like nachos spill on like any article of clothing of yours? It's the worst. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cause it Those just, Cow Palace nachos aren't great. No. Cow Palace. See, here's the thing about the Cow Palaces that scares me is that when's the last time they had a show? Uh, and their food there, it's like, I'm like, is this the, last, the same food you had last time? <laughs> like, I'm just... Being realistic here, yeah. I've wor- I've worked in culinary. Where did this food come from? I mean, it probably came from Cisco Systems or something like yeah. Cisco, not Cisco Systems, but Cisco like the, the Wi-Fi company. No, no, not the Wi-Fi company. The um, the food um, manufacturer. They make like they make like really like like here's a can of owned by Cisco sliced, sliced jalapenos, or here's a can of crushed tomatoes, or here's some plastic forks. Okay. Um. Anyways, Cal Palace food, it sucks. Yeah, it's over I mean, of course it's overpriced because it's a it's an are, it's arena food. So yeah. hopefully we'll we'll have some sort of meetup and get people some They're fed before the Kobe show. beef on the in the New Japan. Yeah, just like oh Ribera or whatever the yeah. place is called. It's just out That's front. what it was called. Yeah, you were talking I remember I was listening to the back list, like, what's that one place in Japan where all the wrestlers go? Yeah, it's Ribera Steakhouse. Ribera. Yeah, you can't get the jacket unless you're a wrestler. So there was this story. I was I was listening to this one podcast about a dude who isn't a part of the business, but then he convinced the workers that he was because he had a bunch of pictures with him with wrestlers and mm-hmm. he said he was a writer for them. And they just believed him. Does uh, podcasting uh, make you involved in business? I mean, we're. I mean, first of all, I, I feel like in order to be a business, you have to make money. No. Do you think we're that? an organization? Okay. We could be a, a core uh, organization. Anyways, that was Monday Night Raw, guys. <laughs> yep, Rivera Steakhouse. Rivera Steakhouse. I'm gonna go check it out one of these days. Um, hopefully not like when they come. We're like, oh, we're coming to America. No, I want to. No, go I want the Japan. Authentic. I want the real stuff. Yeah. Watch it's just like Denny's. Yeah, because like honestly, you every watch Denny's Be- is the same. You watch Being the Elite, and they go to TGI Fridays like every day, <laughs> and then they're going to Ribera. Like, how good like can Ribera really be? I mean, food's food. You gotta you gotta take TGI what you can Fridays. Get. You can get you can get what you want. You TGI just get what you Fridays. Need. You can take what you can get. What's wrong with TGI Fridays? I'm kidding. 
What is wrong? I've never had TGI Friday. Oh, it's just like Denny's or whatever. It's okay. like it's like all previously frozen. Fo- sorry, I'm kind of a food snob. I'm sorry. I mean, you are a culinary dude, man. Dude, culinary dude. Has there right. been a wrestler with a gimmick that's a cook? I'm a cook. They should make Baron Corbin a cook. Why? Because he, you just did a Baron Corbin voice. And yeah, you just got you thinking about Baron you, Corbin. You will get those to me. No, no substitutions today. So you, yeah, you just thought up of a. You Baron, have to pay for guacamole when you when you think of extra some, when you think of, of something like a Baron Corbin chef gimmick. There's only one thing to do, and that's to end the show. Yeah, uh, but before we end the show, we have a couple of birthdays today. Happy uh, birthday, Kevin Owens. Uh, no, that was yesterday. Okay, well, we got him though. We got him. Last we got year. you, Kevy. Um. First birthday is Akira Tao, who is a former uh, All Japan Pro Wrestling star. Uh-huh. Turns fifty-seven years old. Akibono Taro, uh-huh. uh, former WrestleMania for, for, opponent, uh, former sumo wrestler. Yeah, for Big Show. Mm-hmm. Did and he? I think he also wrestled for All Japan as well. Did he? Did he? Oh yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. Or New was it New Japan or All Japan? No, All Japan. Um, and then next uh, we have Boo Boo Tommaso Ciampa. Oh, who turns thirty-three years old, and he doesn't care what any of you snowflakes think. Bye bye. No, just to tell tell him what I'm doing. Uh, you're doing the Tommaso Ciampa wave. Yeah, off the top of uh, of the <laughs> what if semi he turns, truck here. What if he turns College. face and is like, okay, that's not the wave I'm gonna do. The wave we're gonna do, Princess is, Wave. Whoa! Oh, the, <laughs> the Mexican wave. He no, he just starts doing. Yeah, oh, uh, Tommy the Surfer. Yeah, I would love if Tommaso Ciampa just gets brought to the mo- uh, main roster and gets is a surfer that, gimmick. Like he I, brings a, a surfboard out and he's just like, he's like gnarly. That dude is a heel for life now. Unless they do like what? If, what if they ever do a DIY reunion? You know, like I, I'm gonna, I know I'm gonna cry if that ever happens. I will never trust him ever again. Yeah, he broke my heart the day I got that autograph in the mail. <gasps> what happened? I've told the story on air many what, times. What the DIY? You got the, as I soon got as a, you got an autograph in the mail. DIY broke out. Yes, the yeah, day that was the one. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> anyway, anyways, guys, that was Monday Night Raw, and that was your your wrestling birthdays for the day. I'm Corey Smith. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe. We're at city soundcloud.com slash city wrestling radio. Also across other fine podcast applications. Also Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at cwr four and five. I'm Corey Smith. And that is the professional, the professional noisemaker over there. Yep, I am human noise, Michael Vergara. And guys, we will catch you tomorrow for for Smack It, Ow. our SmackDown review and recap. I show. told you, stop doing that every time you say that. Well, you keep inviting Bianca Belair back to the to the set, so I don't know what else she's gonna do besides slap you. you uh, I know. I mean, she just likes to hang out, you know. We can call Charlotte and get you flare chopped. Anyways. She likes to hang out. Her hair's also hanging out, literally. Let's get out of here. All right, bye.